Hi, and welcome to the Fearlessly Kind podcast, all about creating a kinder girl world. My name is Kate Whitfield, and I am the founder and CEO of Fearlessly Girl, speaker, author, and girls empowerment expert. Each week, join me and our incredible Fearlessly Kind facilitators as we share our tips and strategies to raise and educate strong, empowered young women and lead by example as we inspire a generation of girls to be kinder to themselves and each other. Hello, hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Fearlessly Kind podcast. Today, episode five, I cannot believe it. So many great conversations are happening. Thank you so much for following along. Uh, today, I am so excited to share with you an interview that I did with Tanika Benson. And she is a former LAPD police officer uh, turned girls empowerment advocate. She is the founder of Girls Activating Audacity, and she's just doing such incredible work for girls in her community. And I love this interview so much because Tanika has such a beautiful way of sharing her journey and sharing her struggles and doing it in such an uplifting way. She's so inspiring. She is such a blessing to girls. And I'm so excited for you to get to spend the next half an hour or so with us as we dive into her journey and the incredible work that she is doing in her community. So without further ado, here's Tanika Benson. Okay, I am here with Tanika Benson, one of our fabulous, fearlessly kind facilitators. Tanika, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Of course. I'm so super, super excited. Thank you for having me. Yeah, this is so great. So um, why don't you give people a high flyby of who you are and what you do before we kind of dive into all the juicy questions I have for you? Yes. So again, like she said, my name is Tonika Benson. I'm a mother of three and a wife to Brian Benson. And I currently reside in Kansas City, Missouri. I am currently a stay-at-home mother um, with my daughters. Um, I'm actually working on some awesome things that I've been inspired to um, start working on that's been a passion of mine for years. So I've kind of was pushed into this platform, which is so exciting to share, but um, that's just a little bit about me. And um, excited to share with you some more exciting things that I'm working on. Yeah, well, speaking of the exciting things you're working on, um, let's dive into your your new endeavor, Girls Activating Audacity. I love that name so much. Can you share with us a little bit about that? Yes. So Girls Activate Audacity was really birthed out of a place where I was experiencing a lot of difficulty in my life. Um, and I've, it's always been a passion of mine to start a girls empowerment group, but just the words girls activate audacity kind of pushed me into this place where I knew that a lot of girls were experiencing so many, just so many issues as I've experienced in the girl world of drama with friends, of feeling alone, feeling, you know, like no one understands me, dealing with low self-esteem, not really confident. And I was just in a place where it's like, you know what, I can no longer sit on this. I had to move in spite of my fear of feeling like, well, I don't feel comfortable or I'm not confident right now in myself. So how can I share, you know, about confidence? And I just said, you know what, I don't have to be perfect. I don't have to be at the place of perfection to move in what I know that I was gifted in. So I just needed to move. So I just said, you know what, 
I'm going to do it in spite of not having all the details in place, in spite of not feeling like confident um, compared to other people, I just had to move. And I am just so excited about girls activating audacity and just allowing girls to feel confident in whatever they wanted to do in life and not feeling like, you know what, I comparing themselves to other girls or feeling like, you know, they're not adequate, but just being able to shine and rise and feeling unstoppable and just being able to create an atmosphere of unstoppable within other girls that they come in contact with. So oh, yes, I love that's it. a little bit about girls activated audacity. Yeah. And it's such a powerful name too, but I love what you said in there about not waiting until you have it all figured out or like it's all perfectly kind of planned out or you feel perfectly ready because that so often holds so many girls, women, everybody back, you know, so often from actually following their passions and taking those steps out to pursue their dreams. So I love that you're like, you know what, I'm not going to wait for that. (laughs) I'm just going to do it. And what an example you are to the girls you work with. Like that story in and of itself is so powerful that you're like, you know what, just do it. Let's just go for it. So I I love that. What, um, what events do you, do you have any events coming up, any workshops, anything like that? Yes, we do. So on April 23rd, we're having a virtual um, event and it is a confident workshop for girls ages 13 through 16. And we in that workshop, we're going to identify what is confidence? You know, what does confidence look like and what are some practical things girls can do to grow in the area of confidence? Um, And the reason why I wanted to do confidence as my first workshop is I believe confidence is like the building blocks to success in a lot of areas of our lives. Um, If you look at the CEOs of companies and big corporations, like a lot of the times we look to them like, well, they have confidence because they're in this platform. But a lot of times you may, if you don't really know them, like you may find out they even, they lack confidence. So a lot of times this misconception and we think like, well, because they're at this plateau of life or at this peak of, of wealth or whatever, that they're confident. But I believe that once I give girls the tools they need to know how to be confident, that it can just impact not only in their schooling, but relationships with friends, relationship with their parents. Um, when they start getting jobs, they feel more confident, you know, to go and get those jobs that they require, not require, but that they are interested in endeavoring in. Um, so I just believe that confidence is a building block. And I wanted to start with that um, as a way to just instill in girls as we build upon other areas. But confidence is the first workshop that I have coming up. Oh, I love that. And that's such a brilliant place to start as well, because that is the the essential building block in doing anything is having the confidence to try to put yourself out there to, you know, face your fears. And I get asked a lot actually is like, is confidence in girls kind of like an oversaturated market? Is it too, you know, is, is there just too much out there? And I'm like, no, there's not enough out there because that's where it has to start, you know, like confidence is vital for, I mean, every human being, but to teach girls authentic confidence. And I love what you said about the tools, because, you know, it's not just like we wave a magic wand and we can, you know, sprinkle all the girls we work with, with confidence as much as that would be amazing. Right. right. Yeah. It's like, it's a muscle you have to build and it's a, and giving girls a confidence toolkit where they can like really rely on themselves to figure out how to kind of get through the different things in their life is such a powerful place to start. So that sounds fantastic. I'll put more information about that in the show notes of this podcast. So if you're listening and you're interested and it's virtual, you said, right? So yes, it's virtural. That's great. It's free of charge too. 
Oh my goodness. Okay. Yes. Well, that's amazing. If you have, <laughs> if you have a daughter, um, I guess anywhere in the world, that's in yes. virtual, that's fantastic. I love that so much. So, I mean, you mentioned confidence, but like what other things do you see girls kind of facing and struggling with today aside from that? Um, so having three daughters and, um, seeing how social media has just, oh my goodness, it has really changed. Um, and it's caused so many girls to question, you know, who they are, like question, you know, their, their size and their, their hair, like their skin, just to question everything. And it's, and it's kind of put this, the world has placed this false reality that if you don't look this way, or if you don't dress this way, or if your skin's not this way, if you're, if you don't have the thigh gap, and if you don't have this and you don't have that, then it's like something's wrong with you. Yeah. And it's, and it's just, it really hurts me really, you know, it really just burdens me because I just wish this wasn't such, you know, a big deal, but it really is. But social media has really um, placed a big, uh, just, it just, I can't even like, describe it it's just it has just made girls just feel like you know they're not good enough the way they are and they have to make changes um to who they are and a lot of times feel like they have to wear a mask um feeling like they have to you know put the filter up you know they can't show their imperfections or show like they have they're having a bad day with acne or they're having a you know but it's just like you know no we got to cover that up you know and then also fault like sometimes other older adults and older women because if we're doing that as older adults then of course why not why wouldn't our kids want to do that same thing you know so it's like as older adults we have to model to these young girls that are growing up like you know what it's okay to show the pictures of you without makeup it's okay to show the pictures with you not with all the lavish clothing and it's okay to have sweats on a t-shirt like this is you don't have to you know show all this beautiful things of what society tells you to be. Um, but you can just be who you are, you know? And a lot of times they feel like they can't, they feel like they can't. And it's just, that bothers me so much because that's not who we are. And they, and they try so much to try to, you know, be, you know, like everyone else that they really can't be who they really are. I feel like, you know, they, they have to, you know, change who they are to be, you know, who they are. So yeah, it's just social media is just a, it's a beast and I wish it wasn't there. And I try even as a mother of three to, I was one like, okay, no social media. Then I gave into it. So then it's like, oh my gosh, I'm being that mother that I said I didn't want to be, you know? So then it's like now having to have a daughter who's engulfed in it so much and feeling like, oh my gosh, if I don't have it, you know, what's going to happen. And it's like, now I'm trying to take it away from her. And she's like, oh my God, this is my life. You're taking a piece of me. So it's like, wow. Like just seeing like how social media has made her feel like if she doesn't have it, like a piece of her is missing. Really? Like it's that, you know, you know, it's, it's really that much pressure on it. And it really is. And it's really breaks my heart that it, you know, has done that for so many girls. It really has. It's, it's so, I mean, like some of the studies that are even starting to come out now about the effects of social media on developing brains and um, it, it's fascinating actually to really kind of start to unpack the impact it's had. But what I think is so sad about it is that it's kind of, it's kind of robbed this generation of, of girls that have grown up with it from the opportunity to really figure out who they are without it. They just automatically assume, well, they're not good enough the way they are, put the filters on, 
you know, take a, a million photos, edit them, and th- find one out of all of those that are, you know, deemed quote unquote good enough. And then they watch the like count to see how many likes it gets. And if it doesn't get enough likes, it's like so much of the value of girls is wrapped up in that and their image. And so I understand where your daughter's coming from being like, if you take that away, you're taking away a part of her because that it has almost become an extension, unfortunately, of, of who we are as human beings now. Like there's, there's us, but then there's like the social media. It's like, it's like a limb almost, you know, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and being able to educate and empower girls to navigate it because I mean social media doesn't look like it's going anywhere and you know now we've got the metaverse which (laughs) is coming down the pipes and lord knows what that's going to bring so I I think being able to you know empower girls educate girls and build their confidence offline and then help them kind of really if you know share who they are more authentically online is like a permission slip for other girls as well and exactly I think you're absolutely right about us as the adults that these girls are looking to to be able to model that behavior and to show up imperfectly to show up with a pimple to show up with Mm -hmm. like sweat stains I mean yeah like it's kind of robbed us of our humanity like we don't see pores anymore on people's faces and we don't we don't see anything like that and it just sort of feels like yeah the humanity is missing a bit so I, I like you know what you said about kind of modeling that behavior for the girls in our lives because they do look to us you know so what do you think I mean as far as being able to empower girls to you know maybe show up more authentically or have more confidence in their lives so they don't have to use the filters like what are your thoughts on that like how can we do that as important adults in the lives of these girls um I think first is as adults is looking you know self being self-aware of yourselves and being able to look at yourself in the lens of not perfect, but looking at the lens of maybe when you were 12 or 14 and being able to provide some self-awareness. I think, I know for me, when I began to look at myself inwardly and look at the areas where I needed assistance or I, I was deficient in, I was able to be more compassionate and be more empathetic to what the needs of the girls were but Mm -hmm. if I come with the mindset if I've arrived and I've got it all together then it's it's I mean that's not helpful or beneficial but if we come with the mindset of being able to provide support and encouragement and take take those girls along and walk with them along their journey Mm -hmm. and say you know what you know little girl or you know what teen I know I've been there you know and I'm here to support you and walk walk this thing out with you I'm not going to put you down because I know I've tried to you know I thought I had to look a certain way too because when I was that age too I felt like you know I was a girl sitting on the bench you know during lunchtime because I didn't feel connected and I didn't wear the most fashionable clothes so I was like well when why do I not have all the friends why don't I you know look like that why don't I so I understand that and because I I know that it's, it's now made me more self-aware of what other girls are experiencing and not looking at them like condemning, but looking at a way of like, I understand, I, I understand with you. I support you and I am here to walk along with you. I'm not here as like a person who's like perfect, but I'm, I'm wanting to walk along with you on this journey and we're going to do this together, you know, and you're not alone on this journey. Um, but being first, I would just say, just being self-aware of your own 
self-confidence or lack of self-confidence and realizing, you know, what, what areas in your life that you need to work on so that you can be more authentic and show up in the relationships that you have with other young girls. So they know like, hey, she may look like she's, you know, have it all together, but after talking with her, wow, she's just like me. You know, she experienced <laughs> things just like me. But if we don't come with that mindset of like, being humble and being able to share authentic selves. And we come with like, oh, well, this is who I am. Like, they're not gonna listen to us. But if we come with like, you know what? I know exactly what you've been through and I'm gonna walk with you. You know, they're like, oh, okay, wow. You know, so they'll be more apt to hear with you. You're, they're more apt to connect with you. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's very important. Yeah, I agree completely. And that was a mistake I made in the very, very, very beginning when I started all this when I was, you know, 19, 20 years old. And <laughs> I honestly thought I had to have it all figured out. Like I thought that that had to be my message because who, like, why would anyone be inspired by me or want to listen to me unless I had it all figured out? I mean, <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> but I still don't. But I mean, I thought that I had to like project that and I, there was just like no connection. And I realized really, really quickly, like after one or two workshops I did with that being my vibe, I'm like, first of all, this is completely inauthentic to me. And I didn't mm -hmm. want that. But second right. of all, I realized no, that's not what this is about. The, the connection comes from being, you know, imperfect and struggling. We're human beings. I mean, we all have struggles. We all have imperfections. And it just so happens we know our own imperfections more than we know anyone else's. So we think we're the ones that have something wrong with us and we're the only ones that feel this way. And when we can use this you know, opportunity to work with these girls and to be having these conversations with them as an opportunity to really you know, kind of remove the, the, the veil, like they, they can see behind the veil of like, okay, we're not perfect we still make mistakes. We still struggle with our confidence and all these different things. Because I think on social media, where girls spend so much of their time, like girls spend more time consuming media of various kinds, more time than they spend sleeping, more time than they spend at school. So the impact that that has is so vast. And so much of what they see is this perfect idea of what a girl, what a woman is supposed to be. And so when we can be in front of them and be in that room with them, and say, listen, you know, I struggle with these things too. I've overcome these things. I'm still working on these things. And like you said, bring them along for the ride. Like we're in this together is so powerful. I mean, that's the connection I think that really leaves a lasting impact and what really truly does inspire. Because when a girl can see like you're standing up there in spite of your challenges, in spite of the things that you've gone through and dealt with, that's the most inspiring thing, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, I, um, I think that's great. And, um, you know, so we kind of talked a little bit about your journey with getting into this, but like, what has your journey with confidence and self-esteem and, you know, that's landed you here? Like, what has that been like for you? Um, it's been a, a struggle. Um, but I thank you. I'm grateful for the journey. Mm -hmm. Um, as I look back on my childhood, when I was 11 or 12, I just kind of think back to like, I was just, I felt like I was just this awkward kid. Like I, I, I didn't feel connected to any group of people. Um, I was the president of my Christian club at the time in school and 
and I was, you know, wasn't the most talkative person. So I was quiet, you know, um, I talked to people once I got, I felt a connection. I really wasn't, you know, just vibing with just anyone, but I also felt like I wanted to be in the in-group, you know, but then I, when I did try to get in the in-group, it was awkward. It didn't even feel right. Um, so then I questioned myself. There were times where at home, I would just go into the mirror, like, and look at myself and I wouldn't even turn the light on because I didn't like what I saw. And I didn't want to turn the light on because I feel once I turn the light on, I'll be able to see all of my imperfections oh. and I would be able to see, you know, my acne and see like, oh, well, she's the girl that's, you know, that doesn't have any friends or she's the girl that doesn't dress nice. She's a girl that's, you know, at the time I was really overweight, you know, and just all the different things that I dealt with. And I was just so unhappy, just literally unhappy. And I dealt with depression. I wanted to at one point wanted to commit suicide. I mean, it was just so many things that I've dealt with. And I was just like, well, what, I, what am I here for? Like, you know, like why, what, what is the purpose? I knew what my passion was, but I'm like, well, how can I serve from a place of wanting to, you know, not be here any longer, feeling sad, you know, and crying at times and feeling alone and feeling like, you know, like just, just why? And as I look back at those times and then I sit here today and it's like, wow, like this person that dealt with all those different things and those, you know, those things that in retrospect, I look back like were like, why? But then I also feel like that was a reason I went through all of those different challenges to lead me to the place here so that now I can share from a place of like, I've been through those things and I know what it feels to feel like you're alone and feel like you don't have any friends or feel like, you know, no one understands me or feeling like, you have to measure up to a certain way or feeling like, you know, I wasn't the best academically or I wasn't the best, you know, public speaker. I wasn't the best at all these different things. And then I sit back here and I'm looking, I'm just like, I just have to chuckle and laugh because I knew, I mean, I don't, I didn't know at the time, but now it's like all of that was preparing me and training me for where I am today. And it's just, it's so inspiring and encouraging because when I look back, I'm just like, uh, Ugh, why me? You know, mm -hmm. all those times. Why was it? Why was why? Why do why? Why am I sitting here crying? You know, because I didn't have friends, or why am I sitting here feeling you know alone because I didn't have you know this going on in my life? You know, compared to other people. But I just know, you know, by the grace of God, that I am here today because of He just allowed me to go through those things to propel me and to make me to the person I am, so that I can now be of a blessing and encouragement to other girls that I come in contact with. So. Oh. Uh, yeah, that's just a little nutshell, but I can go on and on. <laughs> but you really are such a blessing to the the girl, you know, your own girls and the girls that you work with. I mean, I've from when I first met you. I mean, I, I was just hearing about your struggles, you know, now, and I know we've talked a bit about them before, but, you know, like I see you, you're so vibrant, you're so beautiful, you're, you know, you're so passionate and just hearing the journey that you've been on. It's just, it's such a reminder, right? That we just never know what anyone's going through, what anyone has been through to get where they are in their life. And I love that message that you do share with the girls, like you've been through all of that and you see the blessing in it and you can look back and kind of understand that those difficult moments are what really allows you now to have that such an immense impact on the girls that you work with in such a beautiful and authentic way. It's just, you know, getting to look back and see that journey is, you know, it's incredible. And um, 
yeah, I just, I love now that you're using it in such a positive way to help these girls who are in that space, you know, who are hurting, who are struggling, like, you know, you have in your own way and I have in my way, like everyone, no one gets through this unscathed, right? Right, right, right. And I was always so ashamed to share that or feel like, you know, what if we're going to think, what if we're going to say, but it's like, I got to the point where it's like, you know what, I don't care. Like my healing is going to come from me speaking up and sharing what I've been through. Like, I can't hide this any longer. Like someone is waiting for me to speak and to share what I've gone through. And the longer I hold on to it, and the longer I don't speak up about it, someone is not going to be able to get to their healing or get to their next level of what they need to be in their life because they're waiting on that person. And I just want to encourage like anyone else who's listening, like a lot of times we don't share what we're going through. We don't share, you know, what's going on in our life because we're afraid of what people are going to say, what people are going to think, but someone is waiting for you to speak up. And then you're speaking up, it's going to allow someone else to be able to catapult them to their next level of whatever they want to be and to do in their life. But if we hold it to ourselves and we think like, oh my gosh, I can't share this way. We're going to think about it. Who cares? Like someone is going to be blessed by it. Someone is going to be encouraged by it. And someone's going to be inspired by it. And that's what it all matters at the end of the day. It's not about what people are going to think. Because people are going to think whatever they want to think regardless. So let them talk, you know, but at least let them talk about something that you said that came out of your mouth, not what someone else said about you. So, yeah. Oh, wow. I feel like I need to just take that little snippet of what you just <laughs> said and listen to it every day. That was, if you're listening to this, rewind that, re-listen to that. That was, <laughs> that was powerful. That was so powerful. I love that. We never know who's waiting to hear our story or who's waiting to you know, all the times we hold ourselves back from doing something or saying something or sharing something, we know in those moments, right? Like we're aware on some level that we are, we are silencing ourselves and it can be, that's like, you know, our comfort zone sometimes, but the magic happens when we step out of that and create those opportunities of connection. And you never know what that one girl in that room is going to take from what you said and how that's going to change the course of her life. I mean, we'll never know the impact that we truly have by doing this work and sharing our stories and our struggles and the imperfections, but it does matter, you know, like it, that girl who's feeling so alone right now, thinking there's something wrong with her, like feeling the shame of that, which is so, so heartbreaking when she sees someone like you come in, come into the room, come in online, wherever, you know, she finds you and hears your story and and sees how empowered you are from your story. That is is so inspiring for her. And I just, I love that. I, I, as soon as you shared your story with me before, I was like, I remember telling you I had, I had chills. Like I had those goosebumps because I'm like, that is powerful. And I love that you have just, you've faced it and you're sharing it and it's, it's beautiful. I love it. I just, I think you're fantastic and your story is incredible. And um, yeah, I'm just so excited about seeing what the, the future of girls activating audacity looks like. And I mean, not to put you on the spot, but like, do you have a vision for that? Like, do you have a vision of, of what you'd like that to be one day? Well, I, I just see this big, like I see this like thousands of girls and I see myself like on this big stage. And I mean, if you asked me like a year or two ago, you would not catch me on anybody's stage talking about anything <laughs> because I am the one that's in the back 
like observing, like, you know, helping out, but it's like, you know what, it's time, it's time to unleash. I feel like I'm in this unleashing, like where I'm redefining myself. So I see like myself on the stage, speaking to girls where girls are coming together, like just, just empowered and strengthened that the, as they walk out of the doors, they feel like, you know, this world, I can take on anything. Like that's what I want to leave. That's what the, the, what I want to empower or to help young girls. And then I also want to help women. I mean, I also have a passion for women and girls to mm -hmm. just the leveraging that relationship because I know now as an adult, you know, after I'm like 40, I'm 41 years old and, and I'm, I'm just now getting it. So just imagine, you know, um, a sea of women and a sea of girls coming together where women are encouraging their daughters or even mentors coming in and encouraging each other where it's just a community of sisterhood, of building each other up, like that's, it just gives me chills. Like, oh my gosh, it's just life transforming. So I see that. I see me going into schools, talking about, you know, friendships and about bullying, about just creating a more, you know, succinct uh, world for girls and just a bondness of just being able to just bring girls together in just a way that the world or society, you know, doesn't want us together. They just want to pull us apart, you know, and then also providing summer camps and day camps and just workshops throughout the Kansas City area where I can just share my authentic self. And people, you know, a lot of times they say, well, wow, you know, like you've been through that. Like you see this. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like a lot of times they're like, I can't envision you. Like you look like, and, and that's the, and that's the misconception that so many people um, have is that well, if you're confident or if you've been through this, you have to look a certain way. And and what I talk about my story and what I've been through, a lot of people are like, pause. They're like, what you? Like, yes, I have, you know, dealt with depression. I have dealt with, you know, low self-esteem and low confidence. So it's like, I want to change that mindset that you have to look a certain way. I want them to see like, yes, I may look like what I, I may not look like what I've been through, but I am, you know, want to encourage, you know, other girls that, you know, just because you look a certain way doesn't mean that you don't lack the confidence or you don't lack the self-esteem, but you're constantly working toward that building of your confidence. It's, an, it's a journey. It's one day at a time. It's something that I have to do every day. Some days I don't feel like being confident. Like that's all written reality. Some days I just want to sit in the bed, you know, but I have to make a choice. Like, you know what? I am going to do this, not just for myself, but for my daughters and for all the other young ladies and women that are coming from behind me, you know? So that's probably a little bit more than you asked for, but that was no. Just... <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. I love it. I love that you are speaking it all into existence. I think that's yes, such a, it's a powerful is. thing to to do and to share that vision with the world. And I mean, that excites me the most. I mean, I love. I see it. I see you up there on those stages. I see um, all those events, those summer camps, all those girls that are going to be just so blessed to get to be in your presence. It's. I'm. I'm so excited Tanika <laughs> I could listen to that forever I find that to be the most motivating thing because you know it's hearing other people's passion come to life and the fact that you're in this place right now where you are sort of in that transition phase of just doing something like following your passion truly and making it a reality is the most exciting thing I mean I feel so blessed that, that that's been like my, my whole career has been something I've been so passionate about. And that's why I'm so passionate about this certification program with Fearlessly Kind and just being able to now cheer on 
incredible women like you as you get to live your dreams. And not only that, but just the impact that you're going to have, like the ripple effects of that, that excites me the most. So I thank you for sharing that. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. I love it. So what advice do you have for other women who want to get into the space empowering girls, but maybe they have those limiting beliefs or those doubts, or, you know, they're talking themselves out of it. Like what advice do you have for, for them who may be listening right now? Yeah. Um, so the advice I would have is move in spite of your fears. Like I know it's easier said than done, believe me, because I've been saying that I wanted to do something like this for years. So I am the first one to say it's not easy. Definitely it's not. Um, but the pursuit of your own happiness is enough reason to make a change. Mm-hmm. And as I, I'm going to say that again, because as I'm saying it, it's like encouraging me as well, like the pursuit of your own happiness. So if you want to start something, you want to do something, if it's the pursuit of your own happiness, it's enough reason to make a change. So it's enough reason to start today. It's enough reason to make that phone call. It's enough reason to make that step, to sign up for that class, to go to that school, whatever it is. If that's what you want to do, do it. And that's because that's the pursuit of your own happiness. A lot of times we don't do things because we're like, well, is it pursuit of someone else's happiness, but the pursuit of your own happiness? Like, what do you pursue? Like, and it has to be your happiness. A lot of times we don't do it because it's like, well, what are the pursuit of other people's happiness? And it's like, are you doing it for them or are you doing it for yourself? So I just want to encourage them to like the pursuit of keep that in the mind. What is the pursuit of your happiness? And as you keep that in the forefront of your head, you can pursue it, but you have to do it because it's yours and not someone else's. I love that. Yeah, it has to come. And I mean, I think that's when we're the happiest when yeah, definitely. You know, we're in alignment with, with who we are authentically and doing the work that we feel called to do. And, Ooh. you know, the challenges that come with that, the, the growth that comes from that, from facing those fears and taking those steps out of your comfort zone and, you know, having those limiting beliefs and those imposter syndrome feelings and all the things that are so natural. I mean, yeah. I feel like sometimes we sort of, um, you know, we try to eliminate those things entirely, but what I feel like when those come up, it means you're on the right path. It means like that thing you're resisting, that thing that scares you, that is the thing you need to lean into. So let those feelings sort of guide you and embrace them and then, you know, face them and, and take those steps out of your comfort zone to to do that. I mean, this, the, the, the shot that we have here on this planet, you know, this lifetime we have if we live it trying to make other people happy or trying to fit into a certain mold or like wear this mask, pretend, you know, do whatever we can to not be judged. I mean, we're going to be judged anyway. So like you said earlier, we might as well do what is in alignment for us and follow those passions and give it a shot, right? Like give it a try and see what happens because that just, that gives me life, you know, like that lights me up and I can hear in your voice that that lights you up as well. And I hope if anyone's listening and, you know, whether it is getting into this girl's empowerment space or not, whatever it is, that thing, that thing you can't stop thinking about, that thing you daydream about, I think we owe it to our, not only to ourselves, but like you mentioned again earlier, like to the people that are waiting to hear from us, the people that are waiting to hear our story, the people who are waiting to see us do it, try, you know, just try to do it even that we don't know the ripple effect of that. So yeah, I love, I love that. I feel so inspired from our conversation, Tanika. It's you've had, there's so many pearls of wisdom in here. that I'm just, um, I'm just so grateful. So where can people find you if they have, 
you know, daughters, if they're even looking for their own empowerment, confidence building, where can people find you? Yes. So I am on Instagram at, at girls activating audacity and you can find me there with all upcoming events, um, quick notes, encouragement, support. And then, um, also you can email me if you're interested in signing up for our workshop that's coming up and it's at girls activating audacity at gmail.com. And I look forward to activating the world. Watch oh, out world. You watch out world indeed. Oh my gosh, Tanika, that's great. I'm going to put all of those links in the show notes as well. So people can find you super easily and find out about all your workshops and just watching your journey. I've been so inspired to see your journey and what you've done already and the impact you're having already. So I can't wait to see what's next for you. And um, anyway, I just, I want to thank you so much for being on this podcast today. I appreciate you so much. Yes. Thank you for much. Thank you. I appreciate you. That was phenomenal. I loved my conversation with Tanika so much and just listening to it again. There's so, so much goodness in that conversation and her tips and advice and her wisdom are just, they're just so fabulous. She's incredible. I'm going to put links to all of her information in the show notes so you can check her out, give her a follow on Instagram. And if you are interested in signing up your girls for her upcoming workshops, um, you can contact her through her Instagram page. She's amazing. Um, And if you are interested after listening to this and some of the other interviews we've done about starting your own girls empowerment programming in your community, in your school, I've just put together a five-day boot camp that's designed to help you basically go from, you know, that passion, that idea, that you know, thinking about starting a girls empowerment program into actually laying the foundation to start it. So it's five days of video trainings, of workbooks, tons of free bonuses. There's a name your program cheat sheet that just has, I don't even know how many possible combinations of names for your program or your organization or whatever it might be, but it really gives you an in-depth foundation to get started and to figure out what it is you want to be doing and how to actually get up and running and getting these programs going. So I've poured so much of um, everything I've learned over the last 15 years of doing this to give you that foundation to decide if this is in fact right for you. So you can find out more about that at fearlesslygirl.com. I'll also put a direct link in the show notes as well. So you can just see everything you get, all the amazing bonuses, all the incredible content that you get access to immediately for a really, really, really low price point. Um, It's only $37 to get access to everything. And I'm telling you, it is worth every penny. So check that out. And um, we have a really fun interview coming up next week with two educators that I've worked with Since 2016, they run a girls empowerment group at their school. So it's a school-based program and they have done such phenomenal things. They've really grown what I think is one of the best girls empowerment groups in the country and the results speak for themselves. So I dive deep with them next week. Um, Well, I've done the interview, but you'll be listening to it next week where I dive really deep with them to get all of their advice and tips on how to get something like this up and running in your school. So if you are an educator, if if starting something in your school is something that you want to do, tune in next week. I'll see you then. Bye for now.